What's up, people? I am back. Who's that guy, Drew, anyway? Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Drew. It's uh, actually January 2nd. Look at me, recording two days in a row here. Mostly because I have nothing else to do. But, uh, you know, tonight was a good night because uh, I had a good day. I had something to, uh, to talk about, a couple things. And uh, my wife ended up going out, so I had the option of being able to record without somebody else upstairs listening, which is one of the reasons why I think it made it a little weird yesterday. Not to mention I've never done this before, so, you know, I'm kind of, like I said, figuring it out as I go along. But, you know, the kids are finally asleep. It's nice and quiet. i got to deal with, uh, you know, two boys fighting all the time, and it's either I'm going to spill shit all over myself, or I'm going to blame my brother for something, or I'm going to do something just to piss him off enough that maybe he'll hit me, and then once he hits me, I can play the victim. You know, it's, it's just a constant part of my life that that, uh, that I love, uh, don't get me wrong, but like, would you two fucking stop? Like, the amount of times I want to say to my kids, would you two fucking stop? Like, fucking Stop! But I can't, you know, that stays in my head. So I got to just be Mr. Positivity and, hey guys, can we make a better choice? Can we, can we, can we try again? It's okay. Don't worry. Let me coddle the shit out of you while you're being a dick. You know, I heard a thing once that, uh, on NPR, I want to say, there was an episode about kids and how they said that, you know, younger kids, especially like under five, like the kindergarten, first grade age, maybe at the most, have a very similar, you know, behavioral practice as like a sociopath, except, you know, they have all the innocence, so it's not like anything that you, you, you take seriously or whatnot, but it's still fucking weird. Like a kid will do something to completely ruin another kid's day and not fucking think about it. And, like, when you become a parent, especially of more than one child, you get a front row fucking seat to it. So, there is a comical thing, but, but you know, I'm, I'm of the mindset that's like, yeah, I fucking told you to stop, you know? That's why he hit you. But, you know, I, I guess that's why my wife and I are great as a couple, because we definitely even each other out in that regard. But, uh, either way, they're asleep. It's been a, uh, a crazy couple days in the household... Uh, because my older one, who's seven, got his tonsils out and adenoids this week, so he's all whacked up on drugs, and, you know, when the drugs wear off, he turns into a, you know, a a withdrawal patient. And, uh, you know, I came home from work today at 12. I took a half day today, and I have off tomorrow, which is Thursday. And when I got home today, I took a nap. Yeah! a nap. It was glorious. I put a movie on for the boys. They were like, yeah, dad, this is a great movie. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. I love this part. I have no idea what movie it was. No clue. Don't give a shit because the couch was there. I got home from work, took quick shower, throw on the mesh shorts and the hoodie, laying on the couch, living the dream, you know, because the movie's on living the dream. You know, they're content. The little one gets up and down, up and down, up and down, but whatever. 
That doesn't bother me. He's not hitting his brother. He's not bothering me. But aside from that, I mean, you know, that that hour and 48 minutes or whatever the hell it was for that movie, glorious. Just laying there, not bothered. And then, uh, you know, I got up and I started to get the household together. I try to show the boys that, you know, you got to contribute. So I'm doing some laundry folding. I'm getting the house straightened up. I, you know, I'm the king of dinners. One wants mac and cheese, one wants nachos. And I just, you know, I don't make them healthy. I cover them in cheese. The kid loves it. So it was, uh, it was a good day. The nap was just paramount. I, uh, I, I took this nap and every time I get a chance to lay down unbothered, there's a part of me that gets really pissed off because I'm like, the amount of times I have to argue with my own kids or listen to a kid bitch about going to bed or taking a nap or any of that stuff, it can be miserable out. It can be raining. It could be shitty and cold. I don't want to take a nap. And, and, and I look at that now and I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, do you know how nice a nap is? I, 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 I beg the question to any of you guys listening that you would love a nap if you could take one. And I never take them, right? I don't have the chance to take a nap unless I'm fucking sick, which is still, that doesn't even guarantee a nap because I got little people running around bothering me. So it's not like I get the time. But if you could leave work and take a nap or like, you know, just be left alone to take a nap, would you? Yeah, yeah, of course you would. Because you're fucking tired and you're worn out and you never get the chance to. Yeah, no kids appreciate that concept. It's crazy. So, either or, now I'm sitting down at the house. I'm just hanging out. I'm going to play some Xbox a little later. Got a Red Dead. I should say I'm not at the house. I'm actually in my car. Um, I'm on the way back to the house. Uh, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire up the Xbox One, play a little Red Dead Redemption. Maybe catch an episode of Naked and Afraid. You know, could be a groovy night. But uh, I, I don't know what shows any of you people that don't listen to me uh, watch. But if you haven't watched Naked and Afraid, I mean, whew, sheer entertainment. You know, sometimes you have to make judgment calls on the size of the blurred out spots. Sometimes you just go along with the show. But, you know, there's something about that show where part of me doesn't feel bad for these people. Because it's, it's simply a matter of, you signed up for this shit, and now you're going to get on national TV and cry. Now, I, 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 you know, I understand you're, you're, you, know, you decide to go to you know, Fallujah naked with a, with, with a bow drill. That's on you. But, but, but thank you for the entertainment, I guess, right? I mean, the fact that you're doing it and I'm complaining or, or talking about it, it's, it's spectacular. But the other thing that's weird about that show is it's not too diverse, and I mean, I have a theory about that, but that could be for another episode. But the majority of the people on that show are cocky white people. It's crazy. And the best, and it's rare, but when you see a cocky white person come on there, and then they completely crush it. doesn't happen a lot. But when it does, it's like, wow, there's a unicorn. But the majority of them that come on there cocky, I'm going to make this this forest my bitch. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to do better than anybody else, whatever the hell they say. And then they get on there and, you you know, you're 12 minutes into the show and the dude's in the rain. It's 46 degrees out and he's shivering and crying. And I'm sitting on my couch, mind you, a nobody that would never do anything like that. Not because 
not only because I don't want to, but I, I don't possess any ability to do that. But I sit on the couch and I'm like, fucking told you, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely the show that I'm watching now. Um, on top of, you know, playing video games or having to sit through whatever other crap that gets put on my single TV that I have in my house, you know, but yeah, aside from that, uh, it was a pretty good day. Tomorrow, uh, I get to go to the dentist in the morning. I got to pick up this fucking $1,600 mouth appliance because I'm uh, one of those people in the country or the world, I guess, that has sleep apnea, also known as the uh, silent killer, apparently. There's a lot of people that have uh, died from that. And uh, to be honest, I'm there because uh, I guess I snore too much and it drives me nuts and mad. And she doesn't like when I do that. But, you know, she doesn't want to admit that she also snores. So lately, when we've been going to sleep, if I hear her snore, I make a point to wake her up and tell her. Yeah. Yeah. Now I snore. I know that. And I'm hoping this device works because going through the sleep study and all the other horse shit that I had to go through to get this piece for 16 and change... You know, I'm hoping it works because I'm not putting that fucking scuba gear on to go to bed. I don't, I don't, I don't see how that, like I get the science, but now I'm going from snoring and waking up here and there to you strapping a scuba mask on my face and telling me now I'm going to get a good night's sleep. I just don't see it how it happened. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's the same thing with the sleep study that they had me do. I go to this sleep study and they go, now we want you to sleep as comfortably and normal, and we're going to simulate home for you. And you're like, okay, all right, I, I'm on board. And then they put 75 fucking diodes all over your body, on your forehead, on your face. They have tubes in your nose, tubes over your mouth. You got, you got like the Ghostbusters fucking utility belt on with wires going everywhere. And after they hook you up, they have the nerve to be like, now you have a great night's sleep. And it's just like, are you serious right now? Like, is this a joke? But either way, whatever, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go along with it. So I go through the whole thing. Of course, I'm laying and I'm tossing and I'm turning. And I'm like, this, you know, clearly is nothing like sleeping in my own bed where I sleep on my face with nothing else um, on my face, that is. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Um, so I did this sleep study thing and it was just, you know, I... I I got woken up in the morning. You know, they wake you up in the morning. They kick you out. You do that long walk of shame out the front door at like 5.30 in the morning to your car with the other sleep study people. And all of you, you look, all of you look terrible. You got, you got the residual diode goop all over you and you, and you, and your hair's all fucked up and you, you haven't really slept much. So, I mean, you, you don't look that far from, you know, a frat house whore. But, you know, whatever. She told me I did good. Um, you know, she said I didn't need to have that scuba mask on, so my sleep apnea wasn't that bad. Uh, but I still had to follow up, hence why I have this mouthpiece guard bullshit coming tomorrow. But, but, see, now I lost my turn. So, yeah, so she wakes me up. Sorry. Just trying to navigate through the morons of, uh, of this area that I live in. But don't worry. I have my hands free in, and there's no need for concern, everybody. All four of you, or seven of you, if I'm lucky, that are concerned for my safety. But think about that job for a minute. This girl lives 
this girl that was in charge of watching me at least, she lives her life the opposite of us and she sits in front of like a a PC all night staring at people sleeping. Like, I wonder if people grow up and want to do that or if the pay's just real. The pay must be really good because that's fucking crazy to think about. Like, I've thought about some jobs in my day and, and, you know, these are the things I think about. Like, somebody actually is paid to be a sleep technician where, and I'm not talking about the asshole selling you a mattress at Sleepy's. I'm talking about someone who actually has some sort of education. But, you know, this person sits in front of a screen, watches all of your vitals, and that's it. They sit in front of a screen. There's no TV. There's no nothing because clearly they have to pay attention. They take their lunch at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. It's just a strange... I don't know how one falls into being an overnight sleep study you know, technician, but... I imagine uh, the path there is generally not, you know, hey, Timmy, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to watch people sleep. It's like, okay, your two avenues of life are either a fucking serial killer or a sleep technician, you know? I don't, I don't know any other way you'd go about life that way. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, strange, uh, it's a strange way to make a living. They must get paid tons of money or, or I, I, they have to get paid at least decent money for those kind of hours. But... So yeah, that's tomorrow. I'm going to do that and probably hang out with the boy who's uh, all whacked out on drugs and then uh, we'll see how the day goes. Maybe uh, maybe cook some dinner or plan something nice since I have the whole day to do that. And then I get to go back to the work on Friday to wrap my week up. And then I kind of feel like I go back to reality on Monday. But come Monday, that's when the diet starts. I talked a little bit about that last night good old whole 30, you know, and it's funny in the book, they tell you that you'll have like a three to four day hangover where your, your head's going to hurt and you're going to be very irritable. They basically described how I am until my kids go to sleep. So I was like, all right, I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Like I can work with that, but, uh, we're going to see no cheese, which is my favorite thing in the world. No grains, no booze, or alcohol, which is fine because, you know, one of my favorite comedians will say that the hardest part about not drinking is the nighttime because you're bored. But the, the, the best part about it is how great you feel in the morning. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping once I, my body goes through the sugar withdrawal and, and gets off that sugar salt, you know, seesaw that is uh, the majority of people's lives that... I'm going to start to feel uh, feel good. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to still try. I'm also going to start going back to the uh, the gym on Monday here. We'll see how that goes as well. I can't do what I used to do. But, you know, maybe throw some weights around. Do a little elliptical. Try to uh, try to get these birthing hips down a little bit, you know. Uh, maybe, maybe look slightly less man or, or slightly less dad bodish because... You know, I'm, I'm at that crossroads now where it's like, do I just stop giving a fuck at all or do I actually try to do something here? So I'm going to try to do something. We're going to see where that goes. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's about it for the check-in. I'm just pulling up to uh, the house here. It is, uh, it's about 8 o'clock. And I'm just going to hope that all is well and that uh, everything is good. Uh, my wife is back there already. Obviously, it's not like I left children 
uh, alone, but she was out for a little while. She got back, and I had to run out and do some stuff, so now I'm getting back, and uh, yeah, wish me luck. You guys want to reach out to me? Uh, just a guy named Drew at gmail.com. Feel free to send any emails, questions. Uh, maybe we can make, make, make a fun a fun segment out of this where you guys want my opinion on something or maybe you just want to write me and, and bash me. And, and I'm okay with that. If you want to write me and get out your aggression, then you know what? I'm here for you. And I'd be happy to read any of those on the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I hope all you guys have a good rest of your night and I will, uh, I'll stop back in in a couple days or so. Take care. Later.